Hello again. My name is Terry Vanderhorst, and this is Russell Gets Revenge, the audio record of my friend Russell and his quest for vengeance. Russell Gets Revenge, an eight-episode series about justice, revenge, and jalapeno poppers. Written and created by Peter Hoffman Kimball. Produced by Peter Hoffman Kimball and Josh Callahan. As a content warning, the series does deal with issues of death, grief, and violence. Before we get started, I wanted to reach out to you, the audience, and say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling your friends. Thank you for writing in to us, telling us how much you like the show or what you think about it. Uh, and we have just been so impressed with the reception that this show has gotten. I think we have listeners in over 40 countries. We have this week an email from Sean Crittenden in La Jolla, California. And uh, let's see, Sean is a lawyer. He, uh, he he has a bunch of positive things to say about the show, the humor, uh, the advertisements, loves, loves the whole thing. Wonders, though, if it's plausible that the killer really got no jail time. Does that actually make sense in the German legal system? Because it really wouldn't in the American. Well... Sean, I will tell you this, that was a shock to us as much as anybody. The idea that this man would serve no jail time. And what it really comes down to, if you think about it, is that no one really understands the German legal system. I know that their judges wear red for some reason, and their prisoners wear clogs for some reason. And those two facts alone suggest no one really has an answer. So thank you, Sean. Thank you for writing in. Please, anybody who's interested, please write us in at terry at don'tmattermedia.com. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you're wondering about. Tell us what you would love to see in a in a spinoff of the show or, or what have you. But now, let's get to the show. Russell Gets Revenge, Episode 4, Renting Guns by the Hour. When last we left Russell, he had just hired Chuck, the private eye, to hunt down the killer, Marko Pavikovic, Macedonian fake news website creator and occasional burglar, one-time murderer. But knowing that it would probably take the private eye many weeks or even months to find him, Russell started to look for other things to do with his time. Yeah, I was able to find him pretty quick. Oh, 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 really? Oh, we, we were not expecting that. Well, the general area. We know he's in Germany still, and I just found out what city he's in. That's amazing. Yeah, let me look it up in my notes. Let me see here. He's in a city called... Munich. I've heard of it. Yeah, that I could find with just some simple internet sleuthing. For a more specific address, though, I had to take the whole team to Germany. Really? Oh, yeah. Mixture of German speakers, Macedonian speakers. Sent them scouring the city, going to kebab shops, internet cafes, Burek shops. Burek? You don't know Burek. Seriously. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's just as delicious. Uh, like a uh, flaky dough stuffed with cheese or meat, and it's just... I mean, it's just like heaven in a little Yugoslavian pastry. Well, that, that really does sound delicious. But getting back to the private eye business, you really sent a whole team to Germany to find him? That's a, that's a huge undertaking. I don't have a team of Macedonian speakers. Are you kidding me? I found a Munich buy and trade group on Facebook. Oh, oh, oh. So, so that was a joke? Indeed it was. It was absolutely a joke. So you didn't send a team? You think I have a team of Macedonian speakers just waiting on standby on the off chance that some American tourist has an unfortunate encounter and needs me to get to the bottom of it. That's what you think I've got going on. Okay, now that you put it that way, yeah, it does seem a little impractical. Although I don't know if it's fair to say unfortunate encounter. Excuse me, beset by horrible tragedy. 
I apologize, but seriously, how would I go about putting together some trilingual Slavic detective team? And with what money? What are you thinking? Like, what world are you living in? I don't know. You seem resourceful. Yeah, you better believe it. I'm the most resourceful private eye out there. And that's why I knew to check out Facebook. Really? It's that simple. Mm, he posted he was selling an old pair of rollerblades and put his building address on the post. Okay, but it must have been more complicated than that. He got the one window with Facebook and the other with Google Translate. And man, you are golden. Oh, that, that's really not that complicated. I, I, I guess that is easier than sending a whole team. Indeed. Now, he said they were in like-new condition, which I find hard to believe. Either they're brand new or they're used. Once rollerblades touch concrete, bam, used. Very good point. Anyway, you know, sometimes I regret being so good at my job. Sure. Making it so easy. Because I was really looking forward to that, Burek. Ooh, I don't even know what kind of cheese it is. It's just good. Okay, sure. I wouldn't say this on the record, but if you told me the meat was dog, I'd probably still eat it. It's that good. It's that good. Yeah, when he told me he found him, I was over the moon. I mean, I have an address. I have a target. I have a place to go, a very specific place to go where I can just fix everything. That's what it felt like? Honestly, I thought the finding him part would be harder. Right. Like, I kind of figured I'd have a longer time to sort of work through all my feelings, you know, kind of gradually work up to the idea of of, uh, killing a man. But you found him too quick? It took me longer to find the private eye than it took him to find the guy. He is very resourceful. Yeah, I guess so. So what's the next step? Well, uh, i got to get some plane tickets, uh, plan the trip, sort all that out. Right. Kayak.com kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Kayak or Expedia. I don't know. Uh, Google Flights, I guess. I'll, I'll check out a few. I'll see if there's any big differences. Skyscanner can be good too, especially flying international. Oh, I, I don't know that one. What, what did you say it was? Sky, Sky Skyscanner. Skyscanner. Yeah. Okay. I'll check that out. And then, you know, right. I had to figure out the best way to actually kill him. I don't think Skyscanner does that. Oh, well, yeah. Kayak doesn't either, but I got some ideas. Sure. Outside the box kind of ideas. Well, no. Um, guns. Guns was my idea. Ah. I showed Russell a wide array of weapons. Glocks, Berettas, Smith & Wesson. Right. Springfields, Browning, Sig Sauer, Walter, Heckler & Koch, Ruger. Got it. I got got it. You you showed him a lot. And that's just the handguns. I also showed him a sawed-off shotgun, a long-barreled shotgun, an AK-47, an M4, and a 44 Magnum Dirty Harry hand cannon. The works. You want to see it? What? You have them all here with you? Yeah, in the trunk of my car. Come on, let's go check them out. So I'm walking with him out to his car. He, he's gone to open the trunk and... Okay, let's see what kind of fun surprises we have in here. Oh. Uh, there's, there's nothing but a stuffed animal and some jumper cables. I forgot. I, I left all the weapons back in the office. I'm sorry about that. Uh, we didn't have to come out here. I know you were comfortable. N- no worries. No, but please pardon the question. Why the teddy bear? Oh, yeah, my kid sister just had a baby. After this, I'm going to go meet her for the first time. Oh, well, congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, it's really nice of you. Oh, I remember now. I was thinking it probably wasn't the best idea to bring a trunk full of firearms to the hospital. That was that was why I left them at the office. Sure. Annabelle Louise. What's that? That's her name, my niece. Seven pounds, nine ounces. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a normal amount of ounces. Yeah, they went with Annabelle. 
Apparently, the exorcist was taken. <laughs> I'm just having some fun. Right. I joke with my sister about that. It's put a wedge in our relationship. Oh. I just can't wait to meet her. You know, seeing a new baby and all the love her parents have for her. All that innocence and perfect promise. It just restores your faith in humanity, you know? Sure, of course. But anywho, I wanted to make sure Russell had all the options possible to kill that bastard dead. Look, we've all been spending a lot of time in our homes, not being able to go out as much, not being able to do all the things we'd like to do, not being able to see all the people we'd like to see, and certainly not being able to lick lampposts anymore. That was often my favorite thing to do on a Saturday night, just go around licking lampposts or, you know, the sides of buildings, cash registers, door handles, but they really frown on it now. (sighs) But there's still some things that we can do with our time. And one thing that I like doing is hunting down the killer. But I'm not talking about a board game or subscription service. No, what I do is I go online. I find people who've died of unnatural causes. I then do some other research, find out who their family members were, who their friends were, people who owed them money. I contact all of them. I say, did you kill this person? Why did you do it? It's very accusatory. It's very aggressive. And it doesn't work often. And in fact, what I often find myself doing is then writing apology notes. Some of them court ordered, some of them not. But I write those apology notes to say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to accuse you. I certainly didn't mean to bring up all these bad memories. But here's the key. I write those notes with a Ticonderoga number two pencil. Ticonderoga number two pencil. Because when you write a note with a Ticonderoga number two pencil, people can tell that you're serious and that you're genuinely sorry for accusing them of killing their family member. So Ticonderoga, number two pencil. Never a pen, never a number three pencil. Because remember, you're a writer, not a monster. Find out more at RussellGetsRevenge.com. So with all the gun options in the world available to him, what did Russell choose? Well, yeah, I had him pretty convinced on the Sig Sauer. But then we discovered that you can't really take it international. Yeah, I mean, that's very annoying, don't you think? Why even own a gun if you can't fly to another country and kill someone with it? For sure. That sounds like a real drag. I mean, I I, I get the idea that in most cases, you don't want someone coming to your country just to kill somebody else, but you think they would make an exception here. But what about buying a gun there? That's what I was thinking. Do the research here, then buy it there, right? Just like you go to Best Buy, check out the electronics, and you buy it from Amazon later anyway. It's brilliant, right? But it's basically impossible to buy a gun in Germany. This is Nick and Muriel, Russell's good friends, who first suggested the ill-fated vacation to Germany. And what a better world it is, don't you think? Without guns. I mean, I know gun control is a complicated issue, and the Second Amendment and all. But they don't even have to worry about that over there. There's virtually no violent crime. That's not quite true. Don't contradict me. It's not quite true. It's still mostly true. It's definitely much more difficult to get a gun over there. Fine. It turns out to get a gun in Germany, you have to be a member of an established shooting club for a minimum of 12 months. And as part of that, you have to have taken 18 practice sessions with rental guns at that club. And then you have to pass a governmental exam on firearms knowledge. It's even harder than getting a driver's license. And that's saying something. (laughs) That's why I said it. I mean, do you know how hard it is to get a driver's license there? In Germany? 
teenagers will do whole study abroad years in America just so they can get an American driver's license. Crazy, right? It is crazy. Not super relevant. Right. The guns. I mean, maybe they have an exception for purchasing a gun with revenge-related reasons, but I've never heard of it. So Russell took it upon himself to look into an alternative. Uh, I'm on the phone with a gun shop in Munich. They just went to get the manager who speaks English. Hang on. One sec. Hello? Yes, thank you. This is Munich Rifle and Gun Store? Okay. I always like to speak kind of half broken English to foreigners because it kind of puts us on more even playing. Hang on. Yes, thank you. Okay. Well, I'm coming to Germany, to Munich in two weeks, and I need to buy a gun as soon as I get there. Mm hmm. Yes, I understand there are licensing requirements. Join a shooting club. Uh huh. But is that kind of a formality? Do we really have to do. Oh, we definitely do. Okay. Now, could I do that in advance? Like right now on the... No. Okay, I need to be there in person. Here's the thing. I really need the gun as soon as I get to Germany, like right away. Huh. Really? No? Not... Okay. Well, look, here's the thing. Like, I don't really need it long term. I just need it for a specific... uh, Here's another idea. Do you have rental guns? Right, but ones that I could like take away from the club, use, and then return. I mean, not, well, no, not rent by the hour, but just by the day, like just for one little quick thing I need to do. Unless you do rent it out by the hour, in which case, oh, no, you don't, you, do, you don't do either of those things. You got to cut it out. Okay, no, I see. Now then there's no way. I mean, well, I'm, look, I'm going out on a limb here, but I'm, I'm sorry. What is your name? No, your name. Ernst, 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 okay, look, Ernst, my guy, there's no way you'd lend me your own personal gun, right, would you? I mean, oh no, 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 I'm not going to do anything illegal, why would you, Uh, okay, right, no, I I see how it would sound, why do I need the gun anyway, well, what do you mean, (laughs) I don't think you understand, I'm an American, hello? Hello? Didn't work? Uh, I think something was lost in the translation. So with guns off the table, Russell had to find something else. I've been trying out everything. Knives, hammers, garrot wire. Okay, what do you mean trying out? Oh, uh, I put out a Craigslist ad and I lured unsuspecting drifters to my apartment. Oh, okay. Wait, what? No, I'm kidding. I, I tried it on watermelons. You know, like the knives, the hammers, like like Gallagher. Oh, Gallagher. Okay, with the, like the splash zone. Right, yeah. Smash-o-matic. I like the wire the best. Uh, it's fast, and it's clean. Perfect. And with the watermelon, the best part is you get a snack while you go. So now Russell had found the location of the killer and had the means to do it. So now, I just need to figure out how I'm going to get away with it. And a lot of the people in his life had opinions on that, too. Here's his brother, Kevin. I hope, once he does it, that he just comes back home comes back, leaves all of that behind in Europe, and moves on with his life. I suggested the Caribbean. He'd be safe from any legal investigation, plus he could enjoy the warm beaches and turquoise sand. But a lot of those islands have far worse crime than what you have even here in the States. That's true. Frankly, he'd be better off staying in Western Europe. So civilized, so clean, so safe. Well, his wife was killed. Okay, sure, but it's not like she could be killed again. True, fair enough. 
but I do worry that if he stayed in Europe, there's a good chance he'd be wanted for murder himself. Oh, right. Uh, I didn't think of that. Yes, honey, you're right. I've heard great things about Aruba. I asked Sharon, the sister of Russell's late wife, what she thought he should do after he gets his revenge. (laughs) I mean, that's supposing he actually goes through with it. You don't think he will? Or even if he does, that he'll survive. And that if he does survive, that he isn't just immediately caught by the police. So you're saying you don't have a lot of confidence in him? Look, I think Russell's a great guy, and I think he can accomplish all sorts of things if he puts his mind to it. But killing a man and getting away with it? You don't think so? I think this whole plan is ridiculous. How does he think he could possibly get away with it? It's not that hard at all. As long as he A, doesn't get caught or killed while doing it, and B, gets rid of the body, you know? This is David Zandy, Russell's high school friend and local weirdo. Like, he's got to find a good quarry. Like, well, I don't know if they've got quarries in Germany, but in Virginia, we've got a butt ton of quarries. And you can dump whatever kind of nonsense you want in them, like old TVs, mattresses, car batteries. It doesn't matter. I really don't think you're supposed to dump batteries and mattresses. <laughs> you're definitely not supposed to dump dead bodies. But if you got to do it, then you got to do it. All right. So like, yeah, you find one of those quarries if they've got them in Germany. I mean, <laughs> I don't think you want to fly back home with the body and then dump it in the quarry. <laughs> That'd just be crazy. It would quite literally be insane. But you find a quarry and then you just dump the body. I mean, first you got to cut it up into pieces and put those pieces in a couple of trash bags, of course. Of course. And then you add a few rocks or bricks to weigh them down, but that stuff's basically free. I mean, you do this right. The whole thing only costs you like 10 bucks for the plastic bags. And that's if they're not on sale. You haven't actually done this though, have you? (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm not going to chop up the body or bury it in a shallow grave in the forest or anything like that. I'm just going to do it, watch him die, and then walk away. And you don't care about getting caught? I don't think I'm going to get caught. <laughs> also, I mean, I think this bear saying, I look pretty German. No offense, but I do. He does. So, I mean, it's not like if someone sees me, they're going to be telling the police, oh, the American did it, you know? They'll just think it was some random German dude <laughs> in Germany. I'll be fine. As long as you don't say anything. I mean, I'm not going to kill him in front of a group of people. Like, yes, I'm going to say something to him, but no one else is going to hear that. You know, and I'll keep my mouth shut as I walk away. I'm not going to be all, hey, y'all, how does a feller like me get to the airport? And can you show me where to wash all this blood off my hands, too? And you actually think you can get to the airport? You can get out of the country? They're not going to shut down the airports because some loser criminal got what was coming to him. And then once I'm back in the U.S., I'm safe. Right? Even if the Germans ever did trace it back to me, the U.S. would never extradite one of its own citizens. Is that true? I mean, isn't it? So I asked Russell's lawyer friend, Sebastian. It's absolutely not true. For a crime like murder, which this would be, again, revenge is a motive, not an excuse, as I've told Russell. In a case like this, if Germany wanted him for a crime that's also a crime in the U.S. and it's not a political crime or a particularly high-profile situation, then yes, the U.S. would absolutely extradite him. So that's pretty rough for Russell. Yeah. Although. Yes? Well, I mean, in practice, it's not the craziest idea. It's not? Because you've been saying what a terrible idea this is. 
Again, this is all purely hypothetical, and I have no reason to believe that Russell is doing anything other than performing an elaborate prank, and that this recording is all part of some fictional project. But, in practice, it's extremely unlikely he would ever get sent back to Germany. Because the U.S. would protect him. Oh, heavens no, no, but because the Germans would never find him. You see, if he gets away with it in the moment and immediately leaves the country, police aren't trained to suspect a vengeful widower flying in from across the ocean. No, no, they're trained to look at the people close to the victim, significant others, neighbors, roommates, people who owed them money or to whom they owed money. That's who kills people. So he'd just get off scot-free? In practice, yes. It's hard to see that the police would suspect. Well, well, I, I suppose they would have the records of the arrest relating to Carrie's death, and they also... Yes, they, they might theoretically suspect Russell you know, down the road, but they probably wouldn't get that far. Okay, say a little more. Well, they wouldn't care enough to do that level of investigating. And even if they did reach out to him, he doesn't have to talk to the German police just because they call him. Hello, this is a German police. I'd like to talk to you. No, thanks. I'd not like to talk to you. Okay, thank you very much. Have a great day. You know, so yeah, in practice, in this theoretical, highly hypothetical fictional situation, yes, he would probably get away with it. As long as he doesn't get caught immediately. So on that note, join us next week as we find out whether Russell can actually go through with it. And if he does, can he get away? See you again on Russell Gets Revenge. Russell Gets Revenge, Episode 4, Renting Guns by the Hour. Written and created by Peter Hoffman Kimball. This episode starring Josh Callahan, Neil Gargiulo, Nick Casolini, Muriel Montgomery, Jameson Scala, Jillian Bellinger, Michael Klemkowski, David Alfano, and Peter Hoffman Kimball. A Don't Matter Media production. Look, at the end of these episodes, I like to play a little game with you where I say some things that are funny, some things in earnest, and I'll let you figure out what I actually mean. But this week, what I would really love for you to do is tell a friend, subscribe, and write a review. It really would make a difference to us if you could write a review on Apple, Spotify, whatever you're getting this podcast from. Write a review. Just tell us a little bit of what you think there and let other people know too. So when they look this podcast up, they'll see what you think of it. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be spelled correctly. It doesn't even have to be in English. But just write something so that other people can see what you enjoy about the show. Thanks a lot. And we'll see you next week on Russell Gets Revenge.